the devil are you talking about? I'm telling you, one of these robots, one of these twiddling twonkies of the future time, has fallen to its own dimension of time into ours. It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly geocache talk goodness. All right. Well, big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music. Mm -hmm. You can hear it on the audio side. And our featured patrons, CJ Hove. He's in our chat room. Carl, um, thank you, my friend. I think you're, he's like Norway. So he's, uh, it's uh, really early. <laughs> it's, real, it's really early over there. So, but appreciate him uh, being on uh, from that far away. That's great. Um, Lady Black Cat. RAR285, Chihuahua Jill, RM Cashers, Cal Running, DE Cryptoman, Julie D, Lost Boy Rambler, and Houston, Texas Dave, and our new patrons, Toe Headed Mule, Team Steiny, R Not Family, R Cat Brain, R Cat Brain in the chat room. And there's others too, I just happen to notice. S Siler, Paraviators, Coon and Bud, uh, Motorama. Odorama, sound like a place you go to like a uh, roller skate or something. <laughs> Kim Elisa, bloody cool, traveling geek, life is a horse on a boat. I love that. <laughs> life is a horse is one person and on a boat is another, but they became patrons almost back to back. So life on a life is a horse on a boat. JR and Juju, Team G Winchester, Oil Bear 125, Boo Boo One, Kitty Catch, Finley and his Drudge. Seebeck Tribe, Shark Sea, Curious KDB, Gene Hunter, the Caching Jeeper, back with us. Thank you, my friend. And Fam Gustafson. And I'm sure I misspelled it because I uh, mis mispronounced it because I always mispronounce them. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the new blackout coin right there that one that one yeah. where's yours dave oh my god oh, wait right dave's got his. Dave's, yeah oh we got three. i got the green one too he, oh dave's got the green one too oh. man dude those are rare those are we're not yeah. even gonna do those anymore that's i got it. one of the last ones i think I was, he did I just signed on just in time slid in right at the right moment there that's yeah. good all right cool man um uh bonus content other geocaching items during the year obviously an invite to the new geocache talk challenge is included with that right now and support level start at as little as bison tube level which is three dollars a month let me welcome my co-host jesse good evening and um, i'm kind of happy we're back at our regular time that that works out better for me. Yeah, three three o'clock's a little tough for some folk, and uh, yeah, it's good either way. You know, we gotta we gotta accommodate the international guests. They're getting up at two o'clock in the morning for us. At least we can, you know, yeah, help out once earlier, a few hours earlier for them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's jump right into show uh, one sixty for August fourth as we welcome David Barsky to the show. Welcome to the Geocache Talk Show. 
Thank you very much. I'm really happy to be here. You guys are awesome. It's like a dream come true to me. I got to tell you. (laughs) I swear to God, I've always wanted to be on your show. Well, uh, thank you so much. We, uh, this is wonderful. We, um, we were starting to talk and, um, uh, we'll tell the, we'll tell the story quick. We've got a lot to talk. We got a lot to talk about. Tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, but I want to, I'll make it really quick. So David's been a patron now for, I don't know, a year, about a year, yeah, probably. Yeah. A year or so a little, maybe a little bit longer, maybe a touch more. Um, and so, you know, that's always cool. I love, you know, but I don't always like go, I don't go troll every patron to see what they're doing. Just me. Uh, I guess, right? No, well, no, it took me a long time. So he I'm waited trying, to talk to you for weeks. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> yeah. No, we had, yeah, no, we had, we had conversed some, but uh, I forget why, but I went to look, uh, well, you know what I was doing, David, I was adding people to, cause I, I don't always have every patrons, um, names to put on the Facebook group. So if you're a patron and I don't have you in the Facebook group, let me know and I'll make sure and add you. Um, I just, I, I get as many as I can and try to get them in, you know, as much, you know, cause I don't know everybody's names versus their geocaching name, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at yours. And I was like, producer at NBC universal. And I go, oh, this is fake. <laughs> These just like people made All up fake universal producers. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's fake. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Sort of, sort of odd, but I don't know why he picked that. But then I thought, well, maybe he's right. Uh, maybe, maybe he really is. Maybe so I started not. investigating. I was like, oh my gosh, he is. And then we ran across one of my, we're going to talk about it a little bit. My favorite shows. I'm sure. Obsessed with expedition unknown but anyway so we connected and i was like we got to have you on the show for many reasons uh and then yeah right, the term is actually facebook stuff by facebook the way. stuff yeah stock. You like you like stock. my term my yeah. term yeah yeah um so then after right uh, right after we talked about having you on the show um we uh we actually cross paths geocaching and i'll we'll talk about that in a little bit so all right um Dave Barsky is a you're I know you know this, but I'm just letting people know you've been nominated for four Emmys. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I you know, I it's not why I do my job, but yeah. it, it's a nice thing that happened along the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three primetime Emmys <laughs> and one daytime Emmy. Yeah, uh, that daytime one snuck up on me this year. It was weird. Yeah, that's really cool. Food interrupted, yeah. but uh, a lot of it with, with uh, dirty jobs, micro, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, I think you'll get another one hopefully with the uh, Stone Cold Steve. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, he doesn't really go, but he doesn't use Stone Cold much anymore, does he? Or no, that was more of his, you know, wrestling. Wrestling. Persona. Yeah, he's uh, he's just Steve. He's just Steve. I know yeah. that's great. Um, so. The show, uh, USA Network, um, and I've actually went ahead and um, uh, set it to DVR in case I happen to miss it because I don't want to miss the show. So, um, looking forward to looking forward to that. Uh, and it's it's amazing to not to pull back the curtain a little bit on some of these things. And we're gonna get into a lot of geocaching night, people. So don't worry, we're getting into a lot of geocaching. I hope so. I don't want to talk about my job all night. We, we will. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> 
we got to talk some because it's amazing stuff. But anyway, um, but she wrapped up the show and it hasn't been shown yet, which I guess that's somewhat usual. Oh, that's that's not unusual at all, really. Okay. Sometimes there's overlap of air and production. But yeah, uh, tomorrow is basically my last day. I'll probably have a few phone calls to make throughout the week, a cut or two to watch of uh, the final episode. But uh, we premiere a week from tomorrow as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. USA Network. Uh, everybody, yep. uh, make sure and, and and check that out. Um, it's basically, yeah, you know, everybody knows Steve is a wrestler, and you know, he has a podcast where he is primarily wrestling. Mm -hmm. uh, he he's he's a great interviewer, actually. But this is sort of more of a, I don't know, it was sort of the pitch was amped up uh, comedians and cars getting coffee, if you know that, with Jerry Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, instead of cars, we're in tanks and things like that. <laughs> uh, and we're having fun and we're meeting a, a whole array of people, country music stars, actors. There is a wrestler involved as well. Only seven episodes right now, but uh, the network's yeah. liking it. So uh, high hopes for more. Good. Yeah. Um, what was it like working with with Steve Austin? Honestly, God, he, he is such a sweetheart. He's such a hard worker. And I think in, you know, WWE, you have to be, you know, you have to find that balance between performance and really working hard. He says it's the hardest job he's ever had. And I mean, his body certainly shows it. He's, he's, he's seen some times, but uh, he, he really wants to make everything work. He listens and he trusts the people who are, you know, charged to help to produce the show, including myself. And, you know, we hit it off from day one and it was, it was a great working re relationship. He's just, so knowledgeable in what he does and he's so eager to make everything work and we had some great guests i mean uh a wide array of guests and some people i never thought i'd meet or even care to meet but I, you know like dale Earnhardt jr i mean nascar legend i mean one of the biggest names in the history of the sport i yeah. never really cared i'll be honest i never cared about nascar before but dale is probably one of the nicest men i've ever met in my life oh very cool amazing yes. amazing guy amazing to hear yeah so it's right. a great experience yeah We'll come back to that in a second. I did uh, just remind me we forgot about the news. So let's jump back into the news real quick. Oh, you're we'll, so excited about this. I know. I, know, I get right. I jump in. It's like news. Oh, okay. I want to hear the news. I miss it already. That's, that's, there's a lot of stuff going on, right? There's some kind of challenge happening right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's some kind of challenge, which actually Dave's done some planning for that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the Geocache Talk Challenge started August 1st. And some uh, people have really been able to get out there and play. Some people hadn't got to play too much yet, but uh, a lot of people are on the board. Yeah, uh, I'll show the board real quick just for the heck of it. And some people are just going crazy. There's the yeah, board. you have to scroll down quite a bit to find me. I think I only have like <laughs> 20 points or something right now. But you've got a plan, and that's good. We'll talk about the plan here in a minute. So, uh, you know, don't worry about that. We're we're we'll, Gary. We'll, you got to get out and get a few points this weekend. I did. I got I got a few. Um, we did uh, eight counties, which isn't really our normal. We usually try to do about twelve every day, trying to get through. You know all the all the all the counties, but um, you know it's uh, it's been fun uh, doing those, and um, yeah, we got some extra points by doing that. And I actually signed. Uh, I told Jesse about this the other day. I signed three challenge caches, so I thought that's kind of cool. I haven't done much, many so challenges. Done already. I told you. you would. I tell you. Well, Project GC. It's so easy with Project GC. It just tells challenge you. caches are great, man. I mean, uh, here you go. I, if I were going to do a power run, no, seriously, if I were going to do a power run, I'd rather do challenge caches that I primarily haven't met yet. Right. Just think about it. once you do meet, it's like finding loose change in the couch or something. Oh right? yeah. 
That's right. Smiley all of a sudden. That's right. No, you're exactly. list of them, and it's always fun to go back and go, oh, I have met this now. This is great. And with Project GC, and we're going to do a Project GC show uh, in a few weeks uh, again. Well, like stepping back into that area because there's a lot, so much to do. We can't do it in one show, but well, every you know, you could drill down in Project GC so far that you could spend an hour just talking about one of the pages on there because there's a lot. <laughs> I know I've spent more than an hour myself on there, so there is a lot of uh, a lot of things to do on that. But uh, gas station tuna mentions we have. We have Challenge Alley here, and it's over in your neck of the woods, Dave. You could go do that. Uh, I, I've, I've done it, actually. I did it uh, over a oh, year cool. ago. Uh, I've, I've only met like, I don't know, seven of the 25 or some that are out there. But actually, I'm going to get a few more this week uh, on my trip. Oh, very cool. Yeah. 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 Awesome stuff. Um, now, so I got to get out this weekend, and we went more of on a testing run. So we went and found a virtual mm-hmm. and a where I go and uh, – Letterbox and a multi. I think that's I think that's all the ones we tried. Traditional, everyone, even DNF to cash. We didn't see DNF what happens. Yep. But we still DNF one. We actually yep. did DNF it, but uh, that's cool. um, just to test every different combination because there's you know, like we were talking about before the show, and everybody's aware it's a beta test. They're trying different things. If it worked perfect, they wouldn't need to beta test it. So right, um, that's been fun to find out uh exactly what would happen with all these and we picked up some trackables and moved them and and dropped them off and tried all those things so almost everything we tried they've got it worked out pretty well they've been doing a couple things since it started Mm -hmm. behind the scenes which we're talking to hq um you know what i guess we probably should have led with what the challenge is for somebody that's just tuning in this week yeah go ahead and tell everybody what that is so I just thought about that about halfway through. Well, but. I've had a couple people, and again, we're the patrons are testing it right now. Right. So right. I've had, had a lot of messages on social media this week saying, "Hey, uh, what is yeah, where is that talking about? Why is it not showing up?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we're calling the Geocache Talk Challenge is uh, we're doing a beta test for headquarters, and all the patrons get to do it. They needed a a, a small group of very enthusiastic people, so this is a perfect test for that. <laughs> um, let's test a new feature that's going to eventually build up to the leaderboard, like uh, what they've been building up to, which is kind of teams, friends, challengers, seeing what they can do with different points. And um, we get to test it. So people are out running around playing, getting points. And, uh, and it's on this one leaderboard with only these, these people or whatever. So uh, some people have gone out and scored a bunch of points, like 8,500 points. Some people have only got to get out and get a few so far or whatever. But uh, so the leaderboard is an ongoing test by ground speed, which leads us to our next point. How are we going to top this one next, Gary? I'm not really sure yet. I don't know. Let's <laughs> we keep making it bigger and bigger with these things we're trying to play and do. But um, this is with geocaching. Let's focus on one thing at a time here, my friend, because that's a lot to to be able to be part of being on the on the page. I mean, uh, I mean, it's pretty amazing. Let me share my screen real quick because I think this so, Udax got a good question there. Can non-patrons see the geocache talk leaderboard? And yes, they can. So there's a link on our website, right? Yeah. um, I don't know if it's on the website, but I can, I can send you the link. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put it in the notes too, but yes, everybody can see it. Just only the, the patrons right now can participate in it. So just to rub it in for those who can't play. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But you know, Um, it's been exciting. It's been something exciting for a while. Um, for we, we've been planning as a family how to go out and play and test it. 
Um, and unfortunately, me and Gary are not in the running for any of the prizes, but no. we still get to play and test it. Um, yeah. So uh, it's been fun for us to plan a different way of caching. It you know it gives a new value to other caches we've been kind of putting off or whatever, and it's been a lot of fun so far. Uh, Holo Yussi. I always can't get it just right, but it's my Texas problem. That's probably somewhere close. Holo Yossi, uh, our, the Mad Finn. I'm, I nicknamed him the Mad Finn. He's got 8,000 points. 8,000. So uh, Owen from KC did a, a run of letterboxes and, and different ones, and he's up there, uh, you know, in that, in that grouping of thou- the Thousand Club. Uh, there's a few in the Thousand Club, and – Anspire Cruise at 4,000. Florida TB Hunter got off to a huge start. Everybody was like, whoa. He's got 29.55. Frank up in Nebraska, 21.30. Team D&D had uh, one of the Ds is in the uh, the chat room. They got 13.50. I think Frank's in the chat room, too. It's funny. Oh, I Frank in there? Cool. My email I'm, blew up. I mean, I knew that he was up there on a, one of my trails. So. <laughs> You're that so I'm at 36th point, the 36th place. So there you go. That, 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 you got plenty of time. We got three months to test this thing. So. Yeah, we got plenty of time. So, all right, very cool. Um, let's jump now further into the show. All right. Anything else you need to talk about before we get into more? Uh, we need to mention, mention International Geocaching Day. I told you there's tons of stuff going on. We got <laughs> there is too much Here- stuff. International uh, Geocaching Day, August 17th. Yeah. And uh, I, I'd kind of forgotten about it because there's so much stuff going on until I started seeing the new events pop up. International Ge- Geocaching Day events and CEDOs yep. and stuff. So, and I know some of the people in the chat room, too, are also uh, they're talking about their host and CEDOs. And, yeah. hmm, 100 points right there. Um, I'm going to try it myself. The, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are hosting events for it. So you get a souvenir. If you find a cache or attend an event, on that Saturday, um, August seventeenth, you get a souvenir. So this year's souvenir for it. So, right. Those of you that love souvenirs, and it's it's hard to not get them if you can, right? Uh, mm. Then um, there's another opportunity for one. Geo Dandrew's asking about. He's not guest. He's family. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna get into how many countries he has and how many countries he wish he had because we'll talk about that story here in a minute. But oh gosh, yeah. It's oh man. Oh, I tell you. Um, yeah. Uh, lastly, uh, just a, a quick note on this. Our cat brain uh, mentioned about where I goes. Um, they we got it built so that if you do something that's not on the list, you do get fifty points. So. Project Ape. Um, what else did we mention? Webcam. Webcams. Where I go. Where I go are fifty points. I went and found one of those this where week. Where I go are fifty. Webcams are fifty, and you got you. Had, you say you got twenty set up, Dave? Yeah, from the next three weeks, I'm targeting Man. twenty webcams. I mean, oh there's not God. even twenty. It's almost like there's almost almost like there's not even like twenty left. Of the, there is, but obviously, yeah. I got to uh, tell you, uh, uh, to my shame, I'm actually responsible for. Um, uh, archiving one. No way. Oh, oh my gosh. And you just I know. on the terrible, air. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, yeah, man. Want me to tell you, I can tell you right now. <laughs> like, uh, last, it was uh, this month, last year, I was visiting my mom in Boston and uh, decided to get Vermont's only webcam. And <laughs> I was the last person to actually get it, but not exactly. Um, rented a car to drive up and get a uh, drive up to Vermont from Boston. It was in uh, Burlington at the. Yeah, the it's not, not too far. I've actually yeah, had a trip. 
Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, I did a challenge alley on the way and all. Cool. That. I got yeah. an earth cache and all this kind of stuff. And you get to the actual coordinates, and there's no webcam there. It actually says, "All right, once you get to these coordinates, you got to drive six miles to these coordinates." And I'm like, "Huh? All right." So I did that, and it was a it was actually a five difficulty webcam. Right. What you had to do is is you you said you had to uh, hold up a three foot item above your head and and and, and take a picture. It's it's kind of hard because the webcam was moving. It was on this dock on a small marina and it's constantly moving very fast actually for a webcam. Oh, pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I'm looking back at all the all the all the past uh, photographs of other finders and nobody's doing this nobody's holding anything up in their head i don't i i, I don't I, you know so i'm thinking that ah, this guy's sort of an absentee mm-hmm. uh right. owner maybe and uh, so and i was kind of the only guy on the dock and there were some people working there i didn't i didn't want to stand out and all that kind of stuff so i waved my hat i took a picture waving my hat i find it was, it was difficult to get but i finally got it mm-hmm. and uh the next day i get a, a message from the guy saying i'm deleting your fine well, Oh no! And I'm like, well, wh- why not? And he's, well, you, you have to hold a, f- a three foot item above your head. Oh my gosh! And I actually had one in the car in the trunk. I had this right. lid from this like storage thing my mom had in her house, so I brought it with us. And but anyways, and I'm looking back. Someone actually found it the same day I did. Um, and they had what they had done though it was a couple. And they had superimposed the geocaching logo over uh, their head, like drew a stick to it. That doesn't like, count. It was so, and that guy, and he accepted that. I'm like, what the heck is that? And he could tell, you could tell it was done that way because there was something 20 feet in front of them that right. the thing overlapped. Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's not like, real. Come on, man. And I wrote him, so, so you're accepting that, but not my, my fine. He's like, well, I couldn't exactly tell that it was uh, <laughs> uh, superimposed. Like, all right, whatever, dude. So, but I was really burned about it, you know? So mm-hmm. I actually, emailed ground speak and i said look this is really bizarre this thing's six miles away from the posted coordinates and i i, I want to know how this works and and they locked it the next day yeah oh and it's, yeah got done and you know apparently i, I scrolling back you know i had like over a thousand fines over the mm-hmm. years but every time the webcam went down he moved it again and again and again yeah see that uh, doesn't it was yeah. time for that one to go it really yeah was. i still feel bad about it and no it Hey, if they're not legit, I mean that's like that's like unbelievably unlegit. I mean, yeah. I mean, it yeah. was the show that we're not gonna do because we're not gonna be responsible for shutting down like thirty percent of the webcams. No, left. we don't want to do that. Yeah, we did a show covering which ones were actually yeah. not doing prom- it right. Oh my god! I promise on my trip in the next few weeks, I won't be doing anything okay, <laughs> controversial with webcams. That's no, good. we uh, that there's several that I've been to, and they're just not working properly and i'm afraid to it's one of those i'm afraid is i'm like i'm not gonna say anything because then i'll get stuck in that too right you're like i don't want to be that guy and now all of a sudden it's now that one there's a difference right or if it's like somewhere that it's behind something that you're not supposed to be i've been to those type i'm like you can't you cannot be sending people places like that you gotta at least stay close to the rules kind of kind of made an effort to keep it alive i gotta give him credit for that yeah Yeah. oh yeah i understand yeah yeah. I mean, that's important, I think. But, I mean, that's probably why that cash type is dying, right? Because there's so many issues with it. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Let me, get, let me drag this ship back on and drag drag this ship back on the... 
the straight and narrow again. Get this, get this car traveling down the road again. There you uh, go. There you go. Uh, all right. So I do have a question. I got some questions, Dave. I really do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a good start for somebody. What, like what is it? And if you've seen uh, Office Space, they showed it the other night again. I always laugh at that. I watch a few minutes of it. Because what is it you do here? But what my question is: What does a producer do? <laughs> TV producer really do? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a uh, it's a common question. Uh, it's it's producing television, especially film and television. Probably the most nebulous term for any <laughs> occupation you could possibly imagine. Uh, I mean, first of all, there's all kinds of different producers. You know, titles. Yeah. Wait, wait. Let me, let me producer, field producer. Yes. Producer, you name it. Co-executive producer, production supervisor. Yeah, sure. that's different, right? Oh, yeah, somewhat. Yeah. Okay. It, it, again, it's different from company to company, from show to show, from right. network to network. It it all depends, you know. And there's different kinds of executive producers. There's the showrunner, what is commonly called the showrunner. That's sort of what I do, and you, mm -hmm. you're responsible for the entire show, soup to nuts, from the creative impetus to final delivery to the network. You know, you have to oversee everything. Mm -hmm. uh, you interface with the network. You 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 deal with um, any problem that comes about. Uh, and, but there's lots of producers that work with me on in various capacities that troubleshoot as well. Right. But I, I I'm ultimately responsible as executive producer, quote unquote, showrunner for everything that goes on. Cool. And so you kind of have to learn every time you go to a different production. Kind of, I mean, you, you, you kind of know going in or you have to kind of feel your way as far as like what part they're wanting, what role they want you to play in it or. Well, I mean, it depends. Yeah. If they hire me as executive producer, showrunner, um, the good news is I can do a lot of the hiring and, 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 and supply the team and decide what positions are needed and run it the way I would like to run it that I feel most efficiently. Yeah. Uh, most efficient. Uh, so that's, that's great. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's a good place to be in. Yeah, that's awesome. So, all right, we're going to talk about the. Well, you and we mentioned the the, the show notes about um, doing one or two episodes. Uh, and uh, little sprinkles mentioned to me about Top Shot. I noticed you've done a Top Shot, uh -huh. and also Mail Call, right? Lee, Ar Lee Army, right? Lee Army, yes, our Lee Army. Um, yeah, uh, well, the case of mail call, <laughs> I did quite a few episodes. I, I think in this case, you just probably, uh, it's just IMDB not being up to date because I did that show before IMDB existed. Did you really? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was back in the early 2000s. The, and the I, late, I, great Arlie army. What yeah. A, yeah. Um, he died. Just, yeah. I went to his funeral just last so, year. Oh man. It's, he seemed like another guy that, uh, would be fun to hang out and just nice and he was again. I, I probably I'm very I've been very fortunate in my career to work with some great people. Uh, he was so genuine. I mean, he lived oh, out cool. in Lancaster, California, in the desert. Mm -hmm. You know, and he, he's just he's just a good old boy from Kansas, man. He, <laughs> he, he no he, he you know he had a, a room in his house, his TV room. He had a couch for himself. His wife had her own couch, and they they just hung out, man. They were just he was just a good guy, man. He, he mm -hmm. just. Just to have, he was a character. I mean, he, you know, he was, uh, he was, he was a gunny first, and yeah, he, right, and he was a character, and 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 people recognize that. And you know, he sort of fell into acting on along the way, and he did pretty admirable job in a lot of stuff he's been in. I, I, 
Oh yeah. 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 Probably but it was sad. It was sad. Yeah. Uh, my, my wife is also in television and she worked on some of his shows after mail call as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she had heard that he, his health was failing and mm. kind of, it was happening. Very really sad. sad. Sorry to bring it down, but uh, yeah, was, that's all right. I'll miss him. Uh, and then a show that um, Susan and I actually, we watch together. We don't always watch shows together. She watches kind of her stuff and I watch my weird stuff. Uh, <laughs> she watches a, a, a lot of Hallmark and I watch a lot of weird other stuff. Uh, a lot of discovery. Ch- well, a lot of your shows, Dave. Thank you. The weird, the weird, the weird, the wild, the wonderful. Um, but Top Shot, um, you did a couple. Yeah, that's that's. Um, I wasn't really a, a main producer on that at all. Right. What what that was, I only did sort of. They had a recap behind the scenes shows where there was you know formatted by mostly mm-hmm. interviews with all the uh, you know after after right. the season was over. Mm-hmm. I did all the interviews for that show. I produced those shows for a couple of those seasons, so oh, I didn't okay. work on the shooting of that of that at all. Um, okay. I you know it was the same company that I worked for. I had some time off in between dirty jobs. And they wanted to keep me going, so they gave me that show to work on, and I did that for about two years. It was oh, very it cool. was a very fascinating show too. It was great. It was- Which brings us to Dirty Jobs. <laughs> yeah, what maybe, a, what maybe a, a part of that show? Were you saying what with Jesse? I, said, I think the audios got a little delay in it. Um, oh, I said, ahead. yeah, maybe a few people in the chat room have heard about that show. A They're few, on that. Yeah. Um, wow. What a show. I mean, it was very unique. Uh, and you Sorry. did how many of those? Do you, do you, do you remember how many you did? Uh, I did. It's like it, I, I'd, I'd probably be completely bonkers if I actually counted, but um, we did it for seven years straight as a complete series. It, it was originally a limited run series in 2003 of only three episodes, which essentially served as the pilot. Um, I did about half of those um, turned into a bunch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a year and a half. It came back as a series that lasted for seven years, uh, and I was I was th- there for the entire run. Um, we did about three hundred jobs in seven years, and I uh, participated in all but twenty two of them. <laughs> That's incredible. That's um, so let me mention a couple of them for people to <laughs> to you need to go watch these. Uh, you can always find this kind of stuff out there, uh, but. Um, Deadly Snake Wrangler. Oh, that was a great one. And <laughs> we'll go back to the, those. Are Aust- you had some Australian ones, the Outback ones that are kind of interesting. Uh, Journey to Croc Country uh, is another one that's kind of interesting. Uh, Onion Processor. Yep. Um, Mardi Gras Bladder Banger. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it would get personal, but it's not what do you what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, water Softener Technician. Oh boy! Uh, Doomsday Seed Banker. Sure. Uh, did you go to like? Did you go up to like Norway and something for that trip? No, think? that was in Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it was just north of uh, northern Chicago. It was funny, actually. Funny thing about that one. We're banking seeds for Doomsday in Chicago. Believe it or not, yeah, it's a, a specific project for the Plain States. Actually, oh, the cool. banking on the Plain State seeds. Uh, the crazy thing about that episode was, uh, you know, they're in a in a vault that is basically a freezer right to right keep them dormant protect them. and you know mike Rowe, the host of the show uh jokingly at the very end of the show sealed myself and the two cameramen in the vault and wow. as a joke you know the editor put up on screen in memoriam dave barsky and the, the name <laughs> the other two guys 
And I swear to God, people thought that was real. <laughs> I mean, if you Google is Dave Barsky dead, you will, you'll, you'll find that people you'll ask find that out because of that episode. Buried in the seed. Well, seed basically if it happens on TV, it is real. That's correct. 100%. Oh, yeah. You know, it's gotta be real. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. 100%. yeah. And let me tell you that show, there was nothing fake about that, the, about dirty jobs. I mean, there no, was been, it, honestly, it's, you know, look, it, there's a lot of, I don't have to tell you, there's a lot of fake TV out there, but it's impossible to fake what we did. It's yeah. possible. Well, I mean, yeah. uh, uh, and a lot of things that probably hit the, the cutting room floor because you just tried it and it's like, this doesn't look right or it doesn't, you well, know, or it failed and something failed in some part of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, we, I think we aired just about every job we did bar one, but we used um, part of that for a special episode later. Um, but yeah. Was there any that were ever pitched and it was just turned down or did, did it get that far? Well, yeah. Occasionally it depends who turned it down. I mean, I, I usually would do the turning down the network. I don't think ever turned down anything that we um, suggested oh, to them. They, <clears throat> excuse me. They trusted us. Uh, considerably but uh you know there's uh, <laughs> you know a lot of our programming came from the viewers we were actually actively soliciting for people's jobs mm -hmm. write us tell us what you do and we i would say gosh maybe 75 percent towards the end were 100 percent from the viewers writing in and saying hey i got this crazy job you should come and check us out and uh there was one that we, we just said it's just too dark it was like uh you know, meth lab cleanup or something like that. We, oh, we, yeah. we that came up a couple times. We just it wasn't for us because the show was ostensibly a comedy, really. I mean, we always had fun. You know, we weren't poking fun at the people who did these jobs, but Mike, as a surrogate uh, for the viewer, you know, was incredulous at times because it, it takes a real person to do this job, and some people are just not up to it. Let's face it, right, it's like right, Mike himself. So. Um, you know, we couldn't do something like meth lab. It's just too dark and too weird. Mm -hmm. and It's hard to do. Oh, yeah. but here's one. <laughs> Let me show this one. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think I know what to show. He knows what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> this is my own fault, really. So, Gary, you're going to have to describe this to the audio listeners. Yeah, I will. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me play it. I think you can get, it, I get a pretty good idea, but I'll. If you have I'll, audio, you just. I'll fill in the blanks. Yeah. yeah. That's got to hurt, too. Oh, that one did. This is going to hurt. Look at Oh my god. Painful. I, I nearly passed out twice. Does that bring back painful memories just right now? Oh well, yeah, of course. I mean, it's hard to look at. Did you notice what she did? You put your hands up there, and she's like, No, no, you can move your hands out of the way, my friend. We're, <laughs> we're going on. So, in case you're wondering, Mike Rowe is waxing. Mr. Barsky here. So. My chest, that is. Right. Okay. I went in on this. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, are the moles supposed to come off, too? That casual. Kanye West. <laughs> oh, your mama's big boy. Oh. Uh, 
was your favorite dirty job? I, this was uh, this is a good one actually. The more I think about yeah, it, Mike enjoyed torturing me for sure. <laughs> it looks like he did. Lucky, seriously, I think I'm Why? Why would men do this? You know, if if nothing else can be accomplished from what we're doing right here, surely we can address that. We can speak to that. Oh, men around the country lying here willingly having. Having hair removed. Why would they do it? What happens? Never again. Never again, dude. We ought to build a memorial for Never it. Never again. <laughs> oh my gosh, that looked very, very painful. No, I, I, as I said, I nearly passed out twice, and I—it was funny. That was actually done on uh, Mackinac Island, and if you know Mackinac Island, it's up in Michigan, between mm-hmm. the Upper Peninsula and Lower Peninsula. And great place. I mean, uh, they filmed cashing uh, up there. Oh yeah, them. you know, I, well, unfortunately, I, I wasn't a cashier at the time, but um, you know, uh, you know, we had done some jobs up there uh, about a year prior to that, and we just went back, you know, to do some interstitial stuff, and uh, you know, for specials. So Mike just standing on camera talking about you know past episodes, but I decided, hey, we got time to do this. Let's try this. And, you know, we, you know, we just, we go to Mackinac just because we knew it was a great place to drink and have fun, you know, and <laughs> just kick back for a weekend. But then I did that. My wife flew in and I swear to God that night, I couldn't even hug her. It hurt so bad. I mean, it was, I, it was just, and it was already growing back the next day. I, it was had all these ingrown hairs. It was awful. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy though. How long before it got back to normal after that? Uh, for me, it was like three days. <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome! I'm glad that is not a fashion trend for men here in this country. Yeah, you didn't show the part where you did my nose. That was that was even more no. Powerful. We kind of left that one out. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, was there, was there a favorite one or a least favorite one out of all those jobs? Uh, mentioned man. we can't talk about on our family friendly show involving chickens in the chat room, but. Oh yeah, right. we have a family-friendly show, so we probably couldn't even have a discussion on that if it's real. Yeah, but, uh, there's a uh, favorite or a least favorite somewhere. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it it's tough because there are so many that have, were so great, so iconic for our show. You know, and, and uh, it doesn't exist anymore. But probably one of the most famous episodes we had was uh, in uh, North of Las Vegas at uh farmer bob's pig farm there's a pig mm. farm in the middle of all these developments in, in las vegas and what he does is he takes all of the food waste from the casinos and feeds it to his pigs and you know so it's just you know it's sort of an eco thing right and right and he you know he raises his pigs and he sells them and it was just a crazy crazy episode it was just wonderfully disgusting <laughs> and it's perfect for our show and it's one of our most famous episodes bob was just a great character too and i think he's since sold I mean, he had some prime property out there and the courts oh. were always trying to shut him down, you know, all the developers. And I think he finally sold it for like a gajillion dollars. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. There, but, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's the, the best and there's like the dirtiest too. I mean, yeah, I, don't I watched, uh, I rewatched the, the, the one with the people making parchment. Or oh, vellum, yeah. Vellum. Um, and that looked pretty nasty because you got to scrape all the flesh off the hides yeah of the animals tannery, yeah it's tannery basically yeah yeah that, that was one of the worst smelling places we ever went to i mean oh. just basically rotting flesh and the chemicals they use to take it off yeah a lot of lime that you gotta brutal. use for that brutal yeah but the uh the the company if you i mean you literally can go back out and they weren't selling them at the time now you can go out you can buy a lot of the uh 
the vel- the parchment. Like if you want to buy a piece of parchment, like made from yeah. cow or sheep or whatever, and and you know use it for for uh, for book book binding and lots of different things they've used it for. So funny story about that place. That was actually filmed right down the street from where the guys, my old friends uh, from American Chopper, build were building mm-hmm. their motorcycles for a while and mm. you know they, they they heard i was in town so they came by to visit a couple of them came down to visit and they walked in the they opened the door and they said oh my god <laughs> and they walked right out, <laughs> right out, right out. <laughs> yeah american chopper was a great show yeah. uh, i think that's coming back too believe it or not iconic oh really wow yeah i heard it was i, I heard it was maybe they need a, maybe they need a co-executive producer Something like that. Yeah. Field producer, yeah. Uh, all right, we got so much to talk about. Let me, let, let me. I do need to talk about Expedition Unknown a little bit. Uh, Absolutely. You and, you and I have talked about it some, but season two of Expedition Unknown, Mr. David Barsky producing. Yeah. Um, you know, I was actually coming off two years straight on uh, Bizarre Foods, which was a great international show. I love Bizarre Foods, too. Yeah. Incredible got, show. They had another great, unique show with an amazing, amazing mm-hmm. host. And uh, um, I was not out in the field for that. I wasn't directing out in the field. I was more of overseeing everything. So that included overseeing the post and supervising the editing and stuff. So I only got to go out in a couple of episodes. I was like the first of the season just to make sh- – of each season. I was there for two mm-hmm. seasons. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, I got to go to you know Portugal and Mexico City, some of the best food I ever had. Uh, but um, I got really frustrated uh, being out and, you know, being in the office. I want, you know, they're going to these great places like Vietnam and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I got the itch and I, 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 I quit. I, I quit because I wanted to be on the road again. And I wanted wow. to um, I, I wanted to I wanted to travel again. So Expedition Unknown came along uh, shortly after that, and they hired me on board uh, to be one of the supervising producers on the Incredible. show. Incredible, and you yeah. got to go to Nepal, which, well, really, yeah, which is one of because um, you end up with two episodes, or at least at least two. I no, I think I did. Uh, ultimately, maybe six. Episodes. Is it really came out of that area? Because yeah, I think so. Right, but uh, yeah, so. Oh, oh, two episodes in the Nepal show on the, the Nepal, Nepal show. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. The Nepal show with the Shangri-La. Yes. Which absolutely. has got to have been just watching it. And again, I've watched every episode. I'm a, oh, yeah. I'm such a geek about exhibition unknown. Oh my gosh. I yeah. can't tell you, uh, but watching it and I actually kind of, cause like I said, now I rewatch them over and over again. And my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I kind of might have missed an angle or something there, and I want to <laughs> watch it again and try to see if. Uh, but even before knowing that you'd done these, I watched them, and I'm thinking, how can you film out in the middle of nowhere? Uh, you know, because you guys would pull back the curtain a little bit, so once in a while, where you'd show, uh, you know, hey, we got to travel here, and we got to take how much mm-hmm. luggage and it's like yeah. and you got to tell us we can't only bring so much weight and you're like oh, yeah. we're like we're very weighty we're a film production crew i mean we we it's like how do you decide how to do some of the cuz they're like that's it the 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 plane can only take so much you know yeah i mean there was uh eight of us out in the field for that show um and 
we traveled with 30 cases of equipment and it was insane. And we're going that the place we went in Nepal was called the Mustang region. Uh, and yeah. that, uh, where the sky caves exist and all these mm -hmm. thousands and thousands of caves up on these hills. And nobody knows, you know, we've lost the knowledge of how people or why people built them. And, uh, it was an amazing place. And it's, but the Mustang region is a very disputed region. And because it's on the border with Tibet and the Chinese government was having issues. So it only opened up in 1991. And even today, they only, they only allow a certain number of foreigners per day in that region. And you, and it costs, uh, I think a hundred dollars per day per person to go. So it's a very expensive trip, first of all. And at the time we went, uh, Nepal was having some political issues with India and there was very, mm. very little fuel in the country. Yeah. So, we, so we, we have to land in Kathmandu and uh, take a helicopter further out to this region um, and then drive for hours and hours up to this. You know, it's basically desert rock, uh, you know, crazy. You know, we were crossing rivers and all this stuff. But um, it, 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 it with 30 the problem is first of all there was no fuel and somehow our fixer in the country this guy knows everybody in the country got black market helicopter fuel to get us out there <laughs> That's incredible. So, yeah i mean which is a thing i guess i you know who knows i don't know how we did it but i don't ask questions just make sure right, them, right? <laughs> you know uh but yeah it, it's kind of crazy because you're on these rocky cliffs uh with very narrow roads with a river running down and a waterfall going 100 feet and really precarious stuff we had to get out of the the truck so to make sure in case we were washed out and mm -hmm. you know only the driver went <laughs> right it's too incredible bad to think about it's crazy you know you know on the way back actually in that one one area we had to get out there was actually uh, uh an expedition truck in the bottom of the ravine when we came no back way. somebody somebody had a bad day oh my. yeah yeah it was crazy so it can, it can be you sometimes yeah oh and then as a you know, producer, you've got um, you, you have a situation in that particular show where you get an opportunity to have uh, Josh. You had to figure out a way to get Josh to uh, up to um, uh, back to Nepal or back to another spot where he could. Uh, they were looking for Bigfoot too, kind of doing the Yeti stuff. And you got oh, involved. that's a different episode. That was a different episode, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, but then you got to figure out a way to get him out of there temporarily, and then bring him back. And oh my gosh, I can't imagine the planning and the—you just kind of go with it, I guess, huh? Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, fifty percent of it's done by the seat of your pants. I mean, that's yeah. what you know, this is reality TV. I, well, I don't really call it reality TV because I—I I think that gets reality yeah, TV bad name. There's the Kardashians and all that. Yeah, that's not—that's not good reality TV. But. Yeah, no, I—I I, I call it. Uh, non-fiction television. Yeah, because, that's a good know, way to put it, it. It's it's more investigatory. It's more immersive. It's not you know people you know just yelling at each other all the time, you know. Um, but yeah, actually, discovered geocaching. Wow, I know. Expedition unknown. Great yeah. story. Yeah. So you started, uh, and you're in Nepal. So let, let people know. I've got to fly this bugging the heck. Out of me. I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm doing this. People watching the show, it's like get out of here, fly. I'm busy. Um. And yeah, tell the story real quick about because you don't have Nepal. No, I mean, yeah, I discovered I discovered geocaching on the way to Portugal and Spain, mm -hmm. and that was a few that was a few trips earlier. Um, but 
I, you know, as a new cashier, I signed up in June, went to Nepal in November of that. Right. And I, I, I had probably had 10 caches under my belt. I didn't have an opportunity to do a lot of caching and I was dying to get a, a cache in Nepal. And there's very little in Nepal, but there was one in Temel, which Temel is basically the touristy area of Kathmandu where they, mm. all the outfitters uh, sell stuff where you're going to climb Everest and all the restaurants and bars and nightlife are there. It's sort of the, you know, all the Westerners go there and hang out. Gotcha. And there was something called a uh, Temel TB hotel. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this guy. <laughs> I'm and in. I, I, yeah. So I went looking for it and it's like down this dark alley and it was probably around 9 PM by the time I, I, I was able to get it, to go get it. And, uh, I, I was so green at the time. I didn't even know what the word TB hotel was. I, I didn't understand what that term right. was. Well, that's understandable. You and I'm look, I go down this alley and I'm like, there's no hotel here. What, what, what is this supposed to be? I don't get it. How am I supposed to right. get to cash? So I didn't even know that a TB hotel was, you know, an ammo can or something like that. Right. And at that point, if I'm on the app and I'm not reading the description, you know, of course I read it later and it's actually in, you know, in, 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 in an expedition in an outfitter's office Mm-hmm. And it already closed by the time I went there, but I didn't even know what a TB hotel was. I was looking for a stupid hotel. How, how dumb is that? <laughs> but I've come a long way. I'd like to say, I, I hope you have. You found over six thousand. Yeah, I'm uh sixty-four plus right now. Sixty-four hundred. Uh, yeah, plus. Uh, so a couple years. couple other stories. Then we got to talk about your your you're taking off here in a little bit to do a caching run. Not tonight, although Gas Station Tuna in the chat room wanted to let you know there's an FTF that's just published near us. So, Oh, boy. All right. I'm going. See you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, there, no. Gas hey, Station Tuna, ladies and gentlemen. There he yeah. goes. Gas Station Tuna is a good friend of mine, and he, he publishes a lot of great uh, caches. He lives down the road from me, and uh, we cache together sometimes, but he's got a lot of great puzzle <laughs> caches. So I gotta give him, he's, he's totally, totally trolling me right now. Right. I could, yeah. Uh, so... You got to tell the story about getting, you wanted to get the country of Sweden. Oh, yeah. Country well, Souvenir, which is oh, a great man. story. Well, uh, I was doing a show uh, for the now defunct uh, Red Bull Network. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. The show is now on Netflix. So go watch a show called The Road Trick. It's kind of fun. We traveled to um, 12 countries in 51 days, uh, mainly Europe. Then we went, ended up in Morocco. And, uh, you know, it was great. I was like, Hey, I get this, you know, get to do all this cash. We worked, we worked our butts off on that show though. It was 24 <laughs> seven. And I, I got very, for all the countries we went to, I got very few in each of them, you know? And, uh, I learned a lot of lessons caching on that trip, but we were in Copenhagen at one point And I noticed that it's an only an hour train ride to Sweden, which is a country we weren't supposed to go to. <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, uh, I called the audio guy and said, Hey, you want to go to dinner in Sweden? <laughs> Right. So we uh, we took the train for an hour and uh, got some dinner. And I got I got a cash in Sweden just so I could get that uh, that flag in my in my uh, my profile. And I got that. I guess you know the souvenir as well. Yeah. Yeah. But that that was a, a mammoth trip. I mean, I learned I learned. You know, everybody says you know wherever you go, you you got to open up the app and just see what's in front of you. There might be an LPC in the parking lot. You know. Um. You know, I learned a lesson there because I was in uh, we were in Monaco uh, for mm-hmm. the the Grand Prix. And we were filming on the same yacht for three days mm. and we were, the yacht backs right up to the track and they have, you know, all these people watch the Grand Prix right, race, race, Yeah, you know, right there. And uh, I didn't have much time to cash at all in Monaco. And, you know, we were staying a half hour away in Nice, France. So after we were done filming, you know, after the fourth day, 
uh, right before our flight, I took the rental car and I drove back to Monaco just to get a cash. And I, the cash I ended up, I found a cash and it turns out it was right on the sidewalk, right in front of the yacht that we were on. (laughs) The whole time. time. I was like, why didn't I just open this up stupid app up earlier, Uh, man? But you know, I I did learn that lesson because I started doing it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, uh, we, of uh, the craziest, pl- we went to the top of a mountain in Switzerland to go hang gliding It's a snow cap mountain. I said, Hey, I'm going to open up the app. And sure enough, there was an earth cache about the glacier below and oh. right there where I was standing was crazy. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah. Somebody mentioned that. Yeah. You go to Nepal. There's- getting. What you was know. it? That's a real earth gas. That's one worth getting right there. Oh yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it's 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 obviously height wise, it's you know, uh, uh, it's nothing elevation wise compared to some of the fourteeners you might have, but it's the highest I have to date. You know, uh, and it was about this uh, twenty-two mile uh, glacier below in the valley. It was beautiful. Ah, very cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you found it looks like a cache in about twenty countries. Uh, twenty countries. Soon to be twenty-two, actually. Twenty. Uh, yep. Gonna. It's uh, September after I do this trip in August. Uh, my wife and I are going on safari in Uganda, so I'm gonna get you know I'm gonna go get some in Uganda. On the way, we're gonna stop in uh, Dubai to to get some rest, and uh, I'll, I'll get UAE as well. Cool, cool. Wow, nice. Yeah. You got a bunch in Poland? Ah, uh, yeah. I went to po- I went to Poland this time last year. Actually, uh, uh, I noticed that my favorite band was gonna be playing on my birthday in Poland. I'm in. I'm half polish so i was like i gotta buy tickets i don't even know if i'm gonna be able to go but i bought <laughs> tickets to go and we decided to make a trip out of it we were in poland for 11 days and I, I oh my god you know they're right next to germany and i gotta tell you something i haven't i've only cashed a little bit in germany but yeah some of this stuff is rubbing off on poland some of the best caches i've ever oh, found cool. and a lot of dnfs too i'll tell you that <laughs> well there's some good no they're tough i mean they're, they're really yeah. crazy stuff and plus some stuff i've never seen before or since it's great uh but a lot in the uk so yeah i've been in the uk cool. oh my gosh three times two times mm-hmm. uh my first i got my first webcam in the uk uh the abbey road webcam yeah um, very cool yeah. that's that's uh that's in the game by the way oh yes plug the game gc world yeah. Gary Cotton can't have that one. Not only my first webcam, but it was actually my first cache in uh, England. I made a B. Oh, cool. That's a neat one. Yeah. Uh, so you've also found, uh, so you found some in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spent some time. So I, I had, I, I, I've been, I've worked uh, in Budapest, Hungary, three times in the last four years, and I was able to avenge a uh, two-year-old DNF in november <laughs> oh wow that's awesome that felt good that felt real good gotta yeah. love that man uh, so everybody has the same story when they find out about geocaching but yours just sounds like it might be a little more extreme how many things have you thought about that you've missed before you discovered geocaching <laughs> <laughs> he's shaking his head poor guy no i mean well you have uh Emily Renee on next week, right? Yeah, we are. 50 yeah. states. I mean, that's my biggest thing, man. I mean, she's got a great Instagram. I follow her and mm-hmm. she, she's been all 50 states now. I, you know, for Dirty Jobs in particular, we made a point to go to every state for that show. Mm. Oh, wow. And I didn't become a geocacher for uh, six years. I don't know. So, mm-hmm. was it three years after that I became a geocacher? Right. So, mm-hmm. that hurts big time. That hurts. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we all have those stories. Yours may be a little more extreme because of the travel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, man. You know, the, the Paul thing, uh, like I said, that really hurt. Um, I didn't have time right before Nepal. We're in the Philippines. I didn't get the Philippines either. That was mm. sort of another fair one. So that was, that was really bummed about that. I guess you just have to go back to all those places. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't be a problem for me. I'll tell you that. I'd love to do it. You've also found, I mean, you, you did, but you do have a few. I mean, if you have some cool ones that uh, not everybody necessarily has, you found one in Israel. Uh, yeah, I have a DNF in Israel too, actually, the first one I went after. But yeah, uh, that was again with uh, Expedition Unknown. Oh my God. We were on a 30 day trip, six, five, five countries, uh, I think uh, Israel, Turkey, uh, where do we go from there? Uh, Budapest, Hungary. Austria and Germany, five countries. And mm-hmm. eight days into the 30 day trip, I dropped my phone in Istanbul and the whole side, the left side of the screen was inoperable. Mm-hmm. And that's where my app was. And it was very hard to cash. I was so bummed. I couldn't, I've never dropped my phone, broken my, my, right. my, my screen before. I couldn't believe it. Oh. it was unbelievable. Incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you have oh let me see let me ask you also about uh turkey monaco austria yeah i've been in austria a couple times i love austria beautiful country got a couple there that's really cool uh and now you've got a a trip coming up um you're leaving in a few days this week tuesday Tuesday. i'm on tuesday you're out of here uh it's a a road trip Uh, yeah you're gonna drive you're driving from california Back where you where you were born and raised in uh, Boston or Boston area, correct? Urban Boston, yes. Yeah, and um, tell everybody a little bit about your plan for for your road trip. Um, I'm gonna cash the hell out of this country. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna move up the leaderboard fast. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but I mean, you know, I, I, I actually I may change my plans and move to Finland and join forces with that guy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, with, with Holo, Holo Yussi. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, you know, again, it's an opportunity to get a lot of states that I don't have. I'm going to go to 20 states, uh, 10 of which I do not have cashed at all. I have not cashed. Um, I'm targeting at least 20 webcams. Uh, and I've solved a lot of, you know, unknown GRR along the way. Uh, man, I'm gonna spend a lot of time in Nebraska. That's for sure. Uh, but this is great. This is great cashing all over the country. Uh, oh, yeah. and um, you know, I, oh, actually I'm going to get a, uh, I think I'm going to go to Ontario too. So it was a Canadian province involved. That's new for me. I, I, I have BC, but I don't have Ontario. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Another, another province. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm taking about three weeks to do that. 20 webcams is more than many people have altogether. Yeah, I already have ten uh, minus well, eleven minus one, as you well know from from. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, events along the way, yes, um, boy, uh, there's actually one the first day I'm out. Uh, some Germans are going to be in Las Vegas, and I hope to time it to be there. Oh, cool. And also, while uh, I'm home in Boston, I don't live far from Providence, uh, and they're going to be. Uh, I think some they're ha- in somewhere in Rhode Island. They're having an event for every day in August, uh, so I'm probably going to make at least one of those. I'm hoping. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. If anybody has questions, we're kind of getting short toward the end of the show. If you have any questions for David about anything we talked about tonight, please put it in the chat room, and we'll bring there it is up. A question: They're a pretty good one in there. Did you ever said did micro or any of the yeah. people? There you go. 
Yeah. Now, but. Well, again, you know, uh, I wasn't a geocacher when I did Dirty Jobs, so uh, Mike has not gone geocaching with me. Um, trying to think. Uh, well, you know, I, to be honest, I didn't really come out of my caching closet until – uh, April last year during the planetary pursuit deal, mm-hmm. you know, uh, first, first event I ever went to was then. So I, I, I kept it on download for the most part. I don't know why. Maybe I just thought it was sort of nerdy, but I don't care. You know, I'm nerdy. Oh, right. come on. Hey, speaking I'm of nerdy, I mean, geez, yeah, sh- show the back there. If you're, you've got everything behind you, like sci-fi books, check that out. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, got, I got a whole library of sci-fi books. I got yeah. a doctor scarf over there. So that's pretty nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. What is the other thing to your right there? What is the, this backdrop no no the back what is that yeah what is that by the way but that's something else I was... it's actually <laughs> geocache wait a minute, where is it there's yep oh that's yes. i actually inherited this at an event uh some local cache <laughs> so cool. but lots of sci-fi books back there and uh what are you asking about uh what's the thing to your what's the thing on the wall to the over to your behind your yeah you left right there yeah what is that that's an empty alcove i hope to have a fish tank one day oh okay gotcha okay well i wondered what you were doing with that so yeah um, i I got big plans yeah Uh, big big plans uh, you know it's it's a it's a fight with the muggle wife though she's not not (laughs) right hip on the uh the idea of a a tank there yeah no it's funny uh, i go away too much she says (laughs) but uh lots of sci-fi books uh yeah. And that's of course where the name where your name came from, the Twonky. Correct. Which uh I tell you, I powered through it today, buddy. I powered through it. You did the whole movie? I did, did the whole movie today. <laughs> Man, it's it is very much um it's very campy. It's 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 all over the place, but actually there's some pretty cool special effects where the TV picks up a phone and dials the phone and yeah i mean I mean, for the time, <laughs> I mean actually it was, it was it was done by this guy uh arch obler who um did a lot of he- heady sci-fi back in the 50s you know mm-hmm. a lot of sort of you know he did some post-apocalyptic things and this was actually based on a short story the twonky is originally a short story from 1942 about a radio from outer space uh didn't didn't you know it wasn't an amazing story or anything, but this guy bought the rights and made it a television from outer space to comment on, you know, how bad television is for you. And, and this <laughs> television eventually takes over this dude's life. So it's basically my life in a nutshell. So. <laughs> it's great though. It's a great way to, it's a great name. I wish I had a, a really good name. I mean, Je- you and Jesse have great GC names. We'll have to talk, <laughs> have to talk about this sometime. Mine was just uh, whatever I used in, you know, working IT job is G Slink, so I just kept it. But uh, there's some great ones. Um, yeah. So Udac mentioned that uh, she was she was at your first uh, one of your first oh, events. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Udac's great. She she she. Oh God. Mm-hmm. She was. Uh, she puts on a lot of events herself. I mean, she's really involved in this game. We like to tease her. We think she's a, a reviewer, but you know she denies it she denies it yeah <laughs> and then of course uh scott did one did a did a uh did a, a vlog with you yes that's kind of cool gsm times two he's he's right. one of the greatest ambassadors of the game great he guy is. to have in southern california oh he really is yeah. um all right let's see if any more questions then we'll oh here we go um let's see no path tag looks great. Oh, you you have a path tag? 
Oh, well, I got a couple actually. Uh, I just got a new one. I don't know if I have. Do I have yeah, I got a new one here. Oh, here it's we go. Basically, the logo from mm-hmm. film, and this mm-hmm. is the 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 color scheme that was on the poster. Uh, let's see, I need. Oh yeah, the wonky. You can go this yeah. way a little bit. There you go. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh, I like man. it. That's I actually awesome. had uh, had another one. I don't have on my desk here, but it was actually the television from the movie. Right. And and had the Twonky in the screen, the word the Twonky in the screen. I got a few of those left. They're gonna they're gonna disappear over the next three weeks across the country. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, so Jesse, what are what do you, do you have any final questions or thoughts? Yeah, the, uh, most of the questions are about you know who you went geocaching with and stuff like that. You kind of came into it after some of the the shows that we talked about, but. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting that you kind of kept it to yourself for a little while. That's, that's kind of cool. You know, everybody's got their own, their own way of doing it. If you have a semi muggle wife, does your wife ever go with you? Uh, well, you know, by default, when we go hiking, uh, we, you know, I'll, yeah, to her though, geocaching is standing out in the sun while I fiddle around in the bushes. You know, she, 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 she's, she's not too happy about it sometimes, but then again, yeah. she's like, all right, look, I'm going to find this. And then she does. So she might as well just <laughs> join. She just walks over and gets it. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, that's happened way too many times to, to even speak of, but no, nah, she's no, nah, she doesn't go with me at all for the most part, unless we're hiking, you know, for that purpose first, you know? Right. So you're kind of work, you kind of figuring out ways to incorporate the, the muggle wife into some of that. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, when she, you know, when she wants to, if, if, if she knows it's primary, she's like, oh yeah, you're picking this trail just because it's geocaches you haven't got yet. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well, yeah. You know, two birds with one stone, you know, you're going to enjoy yourself for the most part until I take 20 minutes to find a bison tube in a pine tree. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, so if she lets you go geocaching and tolerates the whole wall of sci-fi stuff, I, I'm saying you're, you're yeah. doing okay. Hey, you're actually, doing something. She, she likes the sci-fi too, so it's all good. Oh, I'm mean, go. watching old episodes of Star Trek right now. Oh, sweet. yeah, that's my yeah. favorite. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of, of the series, the originals were the to me is the, yeah, the best of them. Uh, but yeah, I have I mean, the opposite situation. My wife will go geocaching, but she's not going to tolerate any of the sci-fi stuff that I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I get uh, straight off either way. You know, you can't have it all. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I think that uh, I, I'm gonna let David. What's your What are some of your final comments for tonight? We got we're gonna do this again sometime. But what are your thoughts for what are What are your final thoughts tonight? I I just gotta tell you I I gotta appreciate what you guys do. I mean you know I I don't I'm not a regular podcaster or anything like that. I've guested on some of my friends' Doctor Who podcast because I'm involved mm-hmm. in that world. Uh, I just appreciate uh, intelligent talk about things I love and you guys right. do it right. And you know, it's, it's not overly scripted or anything like that. It's just a bunch of people hanging out and having fun, you know? And mm-hmm. I, you know, it's funny. It's funny that you're doing this leaderboard thing because mm-hmm. um, I've, I've always thought about what geocaching is trying to do with the friends league and now leaderboard or whatever they're calling it. And yeah, it occurred to me, there's an opportunity here though um, that you guys could be in the forefront of uh, a new icon, really. Uh, or, mm-hmm. or at least a sub icon, to tell you I like, the truth. I like the idea. You know, like you know, like CEDOs or sub of events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, I mean, you, you, what what is geocaching trying to do with this stuff? At first, maybe they're trying to make it more communal, more you know, not that it should be Facebook, mm-hmm. but you know, getting people involved socially, you know, mm-hmm. through geocaching. Right. Virtual events is what Ooh. we're doing right now. That's true. I mean, think about it. 
I mean, you, yeah. you, you we're, we're, we're all gathering together talking about geocaching. There are people signing on and asking questions and, and discussing things. I mean, this, this should be the new icon, vir- virtual events. I totally believe that. Oh, I, I mean, like that. I mean, well, think about it, Gary. You could have Giga from Greenville every week. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I kind of could, couldn't I? Yeah. Middle no, of but no, that's nowhere serious. in Texas. I, I'm totally serious about this. I mean, I mean, if they really want, I think it's the next step uh, for for all of this. And every, you know, ostensibly every single podcast could have its own leaderboard potential. But I was thinking about this before you guys mm-hmm. were doing any of this. Mm-hmm. I mean. This is really an event. This is a gathering of geocachers. Well, and this should I know you got. I know you guys got a lot going on with geocaching, and you don't want to overstep your boundaries, probably right now. But uh, I'll call Brian Roth. Give me, give me his number. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we've we've bugged them way too much this week. About I think oh, they yeah. got. A, I think they're a little tired of hearing us uh, ask questions. They're like. It's a beta. You guys need to slow down, slow your roll a little bit. It's like, yeah, but yeah. we got so many questions. So we want to do so much. And, but we did talk to them beforehand, but like, uh, we're like, hey, can we do this? And people have great ideas. And we've had a lot of great ideas this week about, hey, can we make teams? Can we have like Team Jesse and Team Gary? And can we do this? Can we do that? And I, I always, I've t- told a lot of people this week, it's like, keep them coming. We can't do it. But you keep them coming because we'll we'll make a note and we'll ha- we'll tell them all at the end about. Well, we can't for now, but they're definitely open. And you've seen well, yeah. we've all been in the game for a little while. You've seen how it's changed in just in the last year. They've really oh, been yeah. trying some new things, mm-hmm. and I think they're open to a lot of the, like virtual events or leaderboards mm-hmm. and teams. You can set up teams, yeah. state versus state, country versus country. I think they're really open to some ideas now because. They know people want different things. Yeah. I mean, people love the historical old stuff and everybody goes mm-hmm. for that, but there's a lot of other options out there now. So there's, you got to stay relevant kind of with that kind of stuff. But, but I do believe the leaderboard really gives people incentive to, for the competition thing, which we mm-hmm. all love. I mean, it, you know, you say it's not just, you know, not about the numbers only, but you know, and it, it kind of is on a, on occasion. Sure. And I, I know I want to beat that guy in Finland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the mad Finn. Jeez. Well, yeah, you could imagine where people would do leaderboards with their friends. Like they, some people know that their style is, well, some people can't go and hike five miles. Right. So right. they may have a leaderboard where it's okay. We're only going to focus on terrains that are 1.5 or below. That's what we do in this leaderboard. You know, there could be separate groups for a lot of people and really incorporate a lot of people that, either have limitations or geographical areas, you know, there's a lot of things they could do to really be a lot more inclusive of a lot of people that just can't, not everybody's going to go find 8,500 points in four days. I mean, not everybody can do that. I, I I am very, very fortunate for where I live in terms of geocaching, especially even within Southern California. I mean, I live in in the last town that is in Los Angeles and it's in the Northwest area and there's little pockets of, um, you know, sub pockets of, of, of geocaching groups to my North, to the, to the West, to the East. And I can easily get to all of them because I live sort of this mountainous corner of the Valley and the desert is just an hour away. The Mm -hmm. beach is, away or less i mean and i i go to events from all these different groups just because of where i live geographically and there's so many i mean you can we can we, we can climb a mountain and get that solo geocache or we can get a power trail of uh, 200 mm-hmm. a day out in the desert it's a great place to live for geocaching and i'm excited about it oh you know uh that's another thing is you know dave's not too far from the et highway we could all 
gather up and do the Las Vegas uh, area ET highway, man. It's like 2,000 caches, man. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. There's also uh, the crazy one out uh, by uh, Blythe, I guess, uh, the Road to Hell. Have you seen those? Oh, I've heard yes. about that. Uh, yeah. There's over 6,000 caches of that out there wow. for that. It's, oh, it's nuts. Man. Sounds Absolutely. like we need a couple of camper vans and a couple weeks. We can go right. have a yeah. we can go roll through it. Yeah, man. Uh, I, uh, I did have a final question that I had thought about. I forgot to put the notes and I forgot to ask you about, but do you think that there could ever be, cause there's so many channels and there's and like, and with, with all the additional channels that are, that are out there now with uh, Amazon prime and Hulu and, you know, all everything. It just seems like we're growing the number of channels. Do you think we could ever have a geocaching TV show? I got a couple thoughts on that, actually. Uh, first of all, um, if there was one, I wouldn't want to do it. Because <laughs> it, 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 it probably. I don't want. I don't. I, I don't want to make this my job. You know. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I look. I, I'm fortunate enough. Like when I go away for a job, like you know, for instance, for straight up Steve Austin, you yeah. know, we 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 uh, went to Cleveland to uh, hang out with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, yeah. He's a quarterback, Cleveland Browns, and then yeah. we went down to Dale Earnhardt's place in in, in or outside of Charlotte, yeah. and uh, we had a couple of days off in between. And I I didn't fly down. I rented a car right. and I drove. I took I, I took a detour <laughs> to go to go to Pittsburgh area and cash Pennsylvania because I never then I went down to West Virginia and right. then I wanted to get more caches you know I the, and and even before every shoot day um, I, I get up early anyways five o'clock or so if I have to shoot start at uh, eight o'clock I'm gonna cash for a few hours it's like right. it gets me in a nice you know calm mood just to go find caches. Um, and you know, even if it's a, a power trail, I found power trails very me- meditative, you know, cause you get in right. a groove and you, and, you, and you go out and do it. I always like to build in time before I shoot to, to, to find caches. So I, I it helps me relax for the rest of the day. It right. really does. Mm-hmm. So it helps me focus mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't want to make that my job. <laughs> you know, secondly, I mean, I suppose it could be, but I, I think it would, I think it would ruin it for a lot of people because, mm-hmm. A lot of things, you know, for a television program to be bought nowadays by a network. Right. I mean, sure. I mean, there could be an independent thing done on YouTube or whatever. Anybody can do that. Well, but sure. For, 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 yeah, for, for real, quote unquote, real television network to do it, mm-hmm. the, the network would want every single cache to be on top of 14 or and look like the infernal device, you know? Yeah, I understand. I mean, it, it, they all, I mean, ammo can, we love, the, we love ammo cans, but they, that's too small for them. Mm-hmm. Right, it's just not going to work on that level, you know. And then, of course, there's got to be competition, which is good, but it's got to be mean competition. I, I just feel like that's the way a lot of the television goes. It's not, yeah. It's not, uh, but I just, I mean, trust me, I've thought about it. But mm-hmm. I, there's, there's a million ways a TV show can be produced. But I think when it's a game in the first place, they're going to want to make it more of a competitive game mm-hmm. and maybe take the fun out of it for a lot of people. Yeah, I hate to be negative about it, but that's my most. No. no, I agree. I think I, 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 your points are incredibly valid. I really do believe that there's, but it be just kind of, it's it's one of those weird things that it's like I want to tell people about it, but yet in a, in some ways, in you know, as we talked about tonight a little bit, is that. I kind of don't want the masses to know about it, but I kind of sort of want them to know about it. 
but not really know about it. I mean, it's kind of those weird deals. It is one of those balancing yeah. acts, right? Because I mean, if it if it got too huge, mm-hmm. then it's just going to be a corporate kind of deal. And um, you, you know, first of all, there's a lot of um, not by me, of course, but maybe trespassing, maybe hides without permission out there. If it got where big companies were sponsoring and people got that big into it, mm-hmm. it would change a little bit. There's there's something to the clandestine aspect of it. You're yeah. kind of sneaking around and people don't know what you're doing. That makes it kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, 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 you know, you, you, you have a point there. It's, it's the, the problem with television though. It like every single one would probably be fake, but you, then that's the hard, that's because like I said, everyone's going to, every single thing is going to have to look like the infernal device. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, but how do you do that when you have a real world app and you have to publish the thing, you know, yeah. I mean, if you're shooting a TV show and, you know, somebody that's not on the TV show is a first to find, for instance, you yeah, know, right. And how do you fake a, How do you fake something on the app? You just can't do it. It's just, it wouldn't be right. You know, I just yeah. don't understand nowadays. Cause I think watching other people's cat, watching other people videos of caching would be boring just week to week, you know, just, okay, they're finding another one. Unless there was something extreme like that. However, millions <laughs> of kids sit around millions. on YouTube, oh, people playing video games and I don't understand it. I guess I'm getting old. Oh, I just, I'm like, you're not even playing it. You're watching somebody play it. I, but people making I, I, a lot of money doing that. Ten years ago, I worked with a guy who said he announces video games. He's an announcer. For, I was like, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> video games. A thing? Yeah, oh yeah, you know, crazy. The guy recently, the, the you you heard about the guy who made three million dollars at the 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 Fortnite tournament. He made more money than Tiger Woods nice. made at the Masters. I mean, good for him. I mean, I know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, great for him. Yeah. No, not, I mean, yeah. I just, it's just, you know, it's just incomprehensible to me. It's just, it's not my world. Um, but it, it's a thing. And hey, I, I, I'm the last person who's gonna, you know, shoot down anybody's subculture. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, this is because this is what this is in a lot of ways. You know what? If people are not I'm, hurting other people and they're out having fun, more power to them. Go. Yeah. For yeah. It, you know, enjoy it. And 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 I do. I, I agree with you. Jesse, I mean, I like the clandestine thing about it, but at the same time, you know, when I'm out with family, you know, I'm, I'm going back to Boston and my brother-in-law already contacted me and said, Hey, I want to, I want to go cashing with you because oh, I, yeah. my, I went out to dinner one night with, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to, with my sister and he, and, and we got four caches in a Walmart parking lot. And, and, you know, and I said, hey, dude, that's nothing, that's <laughs> you know? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I say, hey, man, sign up. And my nephew wants to do it, too, because I oh, went cool. I, got, I got Massachusetts oldest cash with uh, my nephew last right. year. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's he, he wants to go. I'm going you know, I'm going to go up to, uh, you know, take a side trip up to New Hampshire. One of the days I'm up there with my mom and my nephew wants to go, too. And I'm going to get three webcams in New Hampshire that I don't have, you know, oh, that's awesome. one. So. Yeah, have, you, uh, have you done the Freedom Trail? The there's a where on the Freedom Trail in Boston. Yes. Uh, you know, we go to, uh, every other Christmas, my wife and I go back to Boston to spend Christmas with my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what we do is we usually spend three nights in Boston proper by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the day before Christmas Eve, we'll go back to my mom's house or my sister's house and stay there for the Christmas holiday. Right. Um, you know, and I usually get caches around Boston, but that one might be an investment in time for my wife to sit through. I don't know. I mean, we've done a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a virtual at Paul Revere's house and all that yeah. stuff. So we've, yeah. we've gotten a lot of those. Oh my God. You know, uh, retired guys get a series of, yeah. And revolving around food. So, I mean, how can you, oh, how can you oh, go yeah. wrong? I, 
I literally, I, last time we were there two years ago, um, we ate at one of the restaurants that he is literally, I think was in the tree or by the mailbox right outside. Right. I don't know because it was so freaking cold. It was literally <laughs> eight degrees and we had just finished. We finished eating. I said, I'm getting straight out of this restaurant, going to a cab. I'm not even going to look for this thing. It was like right. nine o'clock. I'm like, so I'll get it. I'll get it the next time. Yeah, really? Uh, I've got a few of those other caches he put oh, out, but I didn't get that cool. one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. We got so much, so many more things we could talk about, but we'll do that. We'll do that the next time. But, uh, all right, we ready to we ready to wrap up, Jesse. Anything oh else? yeah, We're, we'll have to, or we'll be here all night long. So. I know. Let me mention a couple things. Uh, uh, Dave mentioned about Emily. Emily will be on the show next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk about her, and she's uh, put a lot of good info into the show notes already for that. Uh, that show will be fun. And oh then, man, I'm so jealous of her. I can't say that enough. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Me too. That's that's fun. That's why we do the show sometimes is to, yeah. to vicariously live through some other people, mm-hmm. some of, some of the things they've done uh, in two weeks. We're going to talk about uh, the great geocache top 12 list. What do you say? 12. Uh, we've kind of come up with our own sub geocache types. It's like challenge mm-hmm. caches and puzzle caches. And we're going to kind of, we made a longer list, but Jesse and I are going to, well, I'm going to come up with the correct 12 list. Jesse's going to have some kind of 12 list. I have no idea what he's doing. Obviously mine are correct. But, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll figure out which, which of the two of ours, if they sink at all. I bet they don't. It'll be well, these <laughs> icon types. Is that what that is? Uh, no, we're going to, we're going to rank them. So like, obviously where I go for him will be number one. It'll be number 12. Maybe, you don't know. Yes, Jesse, what's up with, I mean, come on. Why do you like that? I mean, <laughs> I say, I, I will tell you, and I have a really good answer for it, but I'm, I'm going to wait. For I that. Doubt it. But wait for the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Convincing, uh, I think a convincing argument of why it's the best one, but that's, wow. that, that's for another show. That's for another you must show. Be a real big, the only explanation is you're a real big fan of windows 98. That's all. That's the only thing. I can think. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Good, I, I mean, love it. Come on, man! Gosh, that's so awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, got- yeah, I use an abacus instead of a calculator. I stick to all the old stuff. So, oh, we've been so busy. Oh my I, gosh! I, I do want to. We're going to do the commercial at the end and the thing at the end. So I'm sorry. We're going. I, I want to do the commercial in the beginning, but I made a little commercial for IB Geocaching. So let me let me play that. Okay. And by IB Geocaching Supplies, the best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com I like him. Pete's a great guy. Pete, Pete travels oh, a lot yeah. too, but ibgeocaching go buy your your favorite geocaching items ibgeocaching.com. All right, uh let me run this uh last thing and then we'll do a uh a sign off. So here's our sort of our ending minus our saying goodbye. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight, as well as our new format. Please email us your comment at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. Oh man, Dave! Thank you so much. Great show. Uh, yeah, thank we, you. We, we really enjoyed it. We will. We if you're open to it, we will have you back. Because there's be plenty of other things to talk about 
in the in the you future. You better hear about this great road trip you got coming up. I know we got to hear yeah, about I, that. I'd love to come back for that. Now and 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 uh, you know, once I'm crowned uh, the championship champion of your, right. your leaderboard, <laughs> we'll have you back on then. <laughs> Woo! That's calling it out right there. Yeah. There's some hookup. I can't tell you. I'm pretty competitive. That's good. All right. Well, once again, thanks. Uh, thanks, Dave. We'll, uh, we'll love to hear about that. And thank you, uh, everybody, for being there and being in the chat room. And uh, we've got a lot of good comments tonight. So, again, we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye.